Welcome, everyone, to another episode of What Exit Jersey Stories. I'm your host, Nick Franco, and with me, as always, Pete Riario. And with us today is our special guest. Um, yeah, the, 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 this is, you know, like growing up, always had a, the comic guy. You're like, you know, who, who's my comic guy? And today is my comic guy. <laughs> it is Tony DeMarco of ANS Comics in both Teaneck and uh, North, um, North Bergen. How you doing, Tony? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Oh, no problem. No problem. Um, I know, like, you know, I've been going to ANS for a while now, but um, how long has ANS been in uh, Teaneck and North Bergen? Like, how long has that been now? Well, we first started working uh, out of my mom's mom and dad's house where I actually where I lived. Probably like 1977, we started that. And then in 1985, we moved to uh, uh, the business area in North Berg, opened a legitimate store uh, on Bergline Avenue. And then we opened up Teaneck in 1989, four years later. Okay. Is it, so the, the, the one that you opened in um, in 85 in uh, North Bergen, that's the one that's there today on Bergen Line? You know, well, we moved both stores. Both stores have since oh, relocated. Okay. Okay. But yeah, they're in the same you know, area, same main, main street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're on uh, – we, our lease ran out after like 20 – well, actually, a landlord asked us to leave because he wanted to – he got a better offer for the rent. So we uh, go, luckily, luckily, we found another location not too far away. He's going to put like a Walgreens in there or CVS, right? Uh, what do you, he, he, yeah, the guy next door offered to knock down the wall, make a bigger store, and rent it at double the rent. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, so we had no choice. I'm surprised that after 26 years, you would think that you know it would be we would be fine. But anyway, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise because we're doing so much better at this new location. Excellent. Yeah, I, I love the location on uh, Cedar Lane. You're you're right by. Um, if people are familiar with Teaneck, um, on Cedar Lane, you're uh, if you're going up the hill, you're before the cinemas. Uh, you're right by um, what's what? There's a CVS across the street. Uh, uh, I think uh, Victor's uh, Pizza. Victor's yeah, Chinese restaurant right next door to us. Uh, restaurant. That's right, convenient. Right third, yeah. Uh, you're you're, you're yeah. not far from J&J uh, Pharmacy. No. Like, <laughs> no. But the best part is that CVS has been good to us. They ha- they offer uh, – they let people park in the lot, no problem. If, if on-street on street parking is, is crowded. And uh, there's also a public lot up the block from us, so it's a lot yeah. better. Yeah, no, I love the fact that you have that public lot because I don't know how many times, like, you know, trying to park on Cedar Lane can be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's free. That's the best part of it. Exactly. It's free. <laughs> you know, you just got like you got two hour limit, but still it's free. And and the nice thing is, like, you know, you could go get some comics at uh, A&S and then, uh, you know, like either get some pizza across the street or you know, go, go up a, a couple of blocks and uh, get some ice cream at Bischoff's. Oh, yeah. What's better, what's better than Bischoff's? And, and even to the right of us, you have KFC if, you get, if you're a little if oh, you're oh, lucky. And, you know? and across the street, yeah, you get IHOP, too. That's right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so you won't go hungry, that's for sure. That IHOP's been there for ages, hasn't oh, it? For ages, you're right. Yeah. Longer, yeah. It's one of the few businesses on the lane that's there longer than we are. Bishops, bishops is longer. I know the pharmacy is longer, mm. and uh, that might be it. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, th- the theater has been there, but it, that went through uh, renovations, though. Yeah. So I guess that counts too. That was been there longer than us, so yeah. But anyway, it's been a good, a good, good move for us. Both locations turned out better than we what we hoped. A little bit more rent, but it was definitely worth it. How did the name uh, come about, Tony A and S? Um, my partner's name is Stephen. Oh, and and oh. a long and then a long um, time ago, before the internet and stuff, phone book was the best way of getting noted. So oh. and A was first in the alphabet. So instead of going S and A, we went A and S. Oh, <laughs> nice. So we were first, we were first, first on a phone book and listing of comic stores. And I think at that time there may have been maybe three <laughs> comic stores in in the state. 
No, no, no. I was going to actually bring that up. Like, how did you get into like start starting a comic store? Because that was like a comic retailer was at the time when you started was kind of a new thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we were, we were, we were, we were, you know, in retrospect, uh, looking back at it, I think we were the first mail order, big mail order company too. Oh wow! Uh, well, actually, it was Howard Dirk. Uh, Howard, uh, uh, what the heck was his name? Well, there was there were two two big two big guys. One was Bob Crestall from Canada, and another Howard Rogowski. That's what his name was. He was from New York, and then all of a sudden we pop up. We decide to do it. We put the ads in the Marvel comics. Yep. No. You know, we had ads in in that buy consent for our our catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we that was we started doing mail order, but thing was it wasn't our wasn't my our main uh, job at the time. Steve was Steve's an accountant. I was a teacher, and it was just like part time, you know, part time thing. And then it, it evolved. Well, let me go back to, to the beginning. We when I was in college, Steve and I opened up the store at my mom's house. Uh, we used to buy our comics off this little store on New York Avenue in Union City. And the guy's name was Bill, and Bill was set to retire. And so Steve at the time was 16, I was 20. So we said, let's take over Bill's store. Bill was fine with it, but the landlord wouldn't rent to us. Uh, the, land, the landlord said, oh, you guys are too young. Yeah, you know, you know. Now nah, I got have problems with the rent that he's selling comic books. Who's gonna? So he said no. So I, you know, we were a little disappointed. We went home up to my back to my house. My father was there. I told my father what happened. So he said, hey. We have the sun porch. It's just loaded with junk. Why don't you, why don't you two guys clean it out? Build a uh, build some shelves. I'll help you. Build build the counter. Put a sign out on the in the window on the outside, and uh, put a little ad in the phone in the newspapers. He said. So we did that. And I... next thing you know, it was ANS Comics was born, <laughs> and phone calls. What we got a new fo- fo- different phone line coming in, and. Uh, you know, obviously different from my house number, and we started getting phone calls. People actually saw the ad, the newspaper, were classified ad. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. People, people started bringing in comics to sell us. Oh wow! And yeah, and so there was no such thing as and uh, distribute new new books in those days. You did not sell new books. New books only went to newsstands. There was yeah. no major. There were no major distributors other than like. At the time, it was Hudson County News, and they weren't going to deliver comic books to a, a house, <laughs> you know. And, and we didn't buy any other magazines except comic books, so they weren't going to going to do that. So it was just a back issue market, and oh, then, wow. and then, uh, that's all it was was back issues. We would go around buying people's collections, people would bring them to us, so we would get leads, and we go. F- and then we started doing the conventions, and Steve and I did the conventions even before. Uh, we had we were business together. 1969 was the first big New York convention, Phil Suling's convention in uh, the Commodore Hotel in New oh, York wow. City. Hmm. Okay, yeah, so yeah I, I remember the one I, that was later. What was that? The Pennsylvania, I think, was the later one. That was later on, yeah. But 69 yeah. Commodore Hotel uh, wow. in wow. New York City, right by Grand Central Station on 42nd Street. Huh. So it was Phil Suling's uh, uh, New York Comic Con. And we would we would do that every it was three days a year, three a week or so. It was a uh, yeah like a summer thing. And then all of a sudden, a couple other guys I don't remember their names, but they started another co- company doing oh. conventions called Creation, and that was in the uh, early seventies. So we would do that, and then finally, like as I said, Steve and I all decided, and at the time that had to be like that had to be like somewhere in them. In the seventies, when we we first thought we did our, our, our the store together, A and S Comics. So then, so then, uh, yeah, and like as I said, in nineteen eighty five, what happened was my father's insurance agent came to the house. Yeah, you know, they came to the house to pick up the uh, the payments in those days. Those insurance agent went around and uh, and he saw all the comics in the store. And he said, oh, "What are you guys doing?" So I, yeah, I told him I was there because. He says to my father, you know, you might have a problem here. So what happens? So, well, you're not – if someone comes up the stairs, because it was a flight of stairs going to the house. Oh, I, I see where and, this is going. Yep. So if someone comes up the stairs, 
and they're not your friends or family or whatever to visit you, they came to buy comics, you're not covered if they fall. Right. And in the winter, those steps were treacherous. Mm. Oh, I winter, can imagine. Ah, it was treacherous. But, so, that, that, uh, what, uh, North Bergen? Uh? Yes. North okay. Bergen. Yeah, it was no T-Nex store yet. Right. So my father said, you guys are going to have to either get an insurance policy. And he said, but I think the best thing you should do is go find a spot on Berlin Avenue where you have more more uh, notoriety. And and he was right because we were getting bigger and bigger. We had comic books all over my house. We had them <laughs> behind the drapes in the living room, in the attic. The attic had boxes. The basement had boxes. Um there were, there were piles of books along the stairs, the corner of the stairs, going up the stairs. And so before, my dad said, you know, you, you're getting to be pretty uh, pretty popular because you should think about getting a, uh, a legitimate spot. And so when I was – so I was working uh, – I was probably by like seventh or eight year teaching. And my friend who was knew somebody on Bergen Avenue, you know, on the storefront. And so he, he – uh, introduced us to them and we, we signed the lease and so my wife and i went into the early in the stores we would knock down the, we were knocking down the shelves and building you know put, pulling up the rugs and laying out painting and all this stuff so because steve couldn't help steve had like a full-time job at the time and it was a summer and it was like time a lot of time i had off from school so my wife and I, we took care of it during the, during the break. So next thing you know, we have A&S Comics on Bergline Avenue in 1985. Excellent. Yeah. And then, and then four years later, an opportunity, I was, I moved to, well, we won, and we moved to uh, Richfield Park, my wife and I. And then Teaneck was not far away, and I saw this Cedar Lane, and I thought that'd be a great spot for another store. So, uh, Steve and I went on same thing. Negotiated, uh, found the spot, negotiated a lease, and then we opened up. Nineteen eighty nine, we opened up uh, Teaneck. But it wasn't all fun and games. We had three other locations that did not survive. We oh. had one a store in Burgerfield. We had a store in Union, another store in Union City, and we had a store in Hoboken. And uh, was that on Washington Avenue? Uh, yeah. Tony, or, yeah, yeah, we were on Washington. We actually took over another store. Uh, called the uh, Literary Shop on in Hoboken on Eighth Eighth Street, and uh, he opened up another store in the mall, and he couldn't do both stores, so we took over the Literary Shop, and it was great. And again, we probably still would have been there, but the the landlord, after a couple of years, mm -hmm. decided that it was a real estate agency, and he wanted more presence on Washington Avenue, so he evicted us. Uh. So then. But we didn't give up. We went down further down to Fort Street on Hoboken. There was a place there uh, right next. Our, land, our landlord was Bahama Mamas, the, the bar. Oh yeah. And we yeah we opened up a, we opened up right next door to them, and that was that was very interesting. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we were there and and yeah, two years, and then the third year, new lease, and the rent went up a thousand dollars. So I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So we decided at the time, you know, at the time we just said, maybe now we could have, I don't know. But that time was impossible. Right. So so we just narrowed it down to the two stores, and that's where we are now. Excellent. Two. Have there been any thoughts about opening a third store yes, now? The, or well, I mean, yeah, last year it is we, a challenging time. But Last year, we were right like the beginning of the year, we were talking about how much we would need to open another store. We looked at a couple of other places, uh, areas, not places, but areas where we would like to go. And then the pandemic hit. Yep. Right. So that kind of like put a, a lid on that for now. So what we did during the pandemic was that we we definitely we just decided to develop, put all our, uh, our energy into uh, fixing up our website and making our website more, more uh, up to date and accurate. So we put all our we, we back issues into our website, and we expanded that. Got it actually up halfway decent, and that's what we did for that, that, that ten weeks when we were off. We, we we put our website together, and that seemed to be working. 
Uh, well, you did a little more than that, too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We did deliveries. Yep. We did deliveries during the pandemic. Uh, we did curb service. We were actually in the store. I don't know if we should have been or not, but no one bothered us. So my son and I, Alex and I, and Ronnie were in the store. And we were doing, uh, you know, fixing up the website and just making sure everything was good. And every once in a while, do a delivery or do a people uh, curbside delivery. People still wanted the back issues. There were no new products at that time. Right. But they wanted yeah. back issues. They wanted supplies. Uh, so we were we did our best to accommodate them, you know. And we hung in there. There were government, some government assistance that helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? th 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 thank you for that time, though. It's like. Uh, like with everything going on during the pandemic and then i remember i think on your um your facebook messenger i was talking with alex and he and i don't know if you had guys had posted on facebook or or it's just through the messenger about you know delivering back issues like, oh so i just like sent a little list it's like hey do you have any of these <laughs> and you guys yeah. pull and it's like, uh, lo and behold, Alex was uh, at my door with a, a whole bunch of uh, Captain Americas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you weren't the only one. There were a lot of other people. <clears throat> I got to actually, they, uh, you know, they got to look through our website, and there were things that they didn't even know that we had in the box. Because you, you've been to the store, you know, there's there's like 120 long boxes, brown about wood boxes that have God knows how many titles in them. It's impossible to look through all of them at one time. Mm -hmm. And so, but the people searched the website like a couple hours a night and found things they didn't even know we had. And I, uh, it was, it was good. You know, I got to ask you, Tony, you, you mentioned those wood long boxes. Is that a custom made thing or? Is yeah. That <laughs> yeah. We did that when we opened up, when we opened up North Bergen, uh, a friend of mine was, a, and Steve's was a carpenter, a carpenter. And so we told him, you know, so he built a bunch of boxes. Then when we opened up, each store, he made more for us, you know. And uh, those boxes, they look, I don't know, in retrospect, going back, it, 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 they're difficult. You know, I wish I could have some, could have, to get better things to put the books in, like, but you know, those, those uh, fiberglass boxes they have yeah. now, oh, they're, they're too, so expensive. I mean, and these yeah, boxes have withstood the time of, you know, the, withstood time. So they are difficult to move, move around. And you do get a splinter from him every once in a while, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Let's see how yeah. I people so. talk about you know, like it's not dangerous, uh, you know, like uh, dealing with comics, but yeah, you, you don't know about <laughs> yeah. And I tell people something that people, oh, these boxes are heavy to slide in and out. So, yeah, well, they are. You say you save money going to the gym. You get a workout at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, what's the age variance uh, that you see of traffic that comes into your store? Is it all over the place? I mean, you know, the yeah. range? It's it's all over. It goes from young kids coming in, uh, seven, eight years old with their parents to buy Pokemon cards, to buy toys. Uh, some parents, I can't tell you how many number of parents said, thank you for uh, – Having these kind of younger reader comics, the all ages comics, yeah, because their kids don't want to read books, and all of a sudden they're showing them Avengers, Spider Man, Batman in the all ages category, and they enjoy it. So, yeah, for yeah. the same from you know, like my friends, like their nephews and nieces, it's the same way where they are introduced to you know those um publications and it immediately yeah whereas opposed to me you know might not want to pick up like um let's say a young adult book or something like that but boy they'll you know gravitate immediately toward that and uh yeah, and, and enjoy yeah. it and love it and it, and then you go down the rabbit hole you know from what i understand sure. and they want more so. yeah that's exactly what happened to me when i was a kid i remember uh but it was more well, it wasn't really superheroes at the time my father my father worked at uh factory and on lunch hour he would go to lunch night to have you know to, to eat and they had a newsstand uh, a spinning rack oh yeah he, oh yeah i remember yeah, yeah. yep and he brought me home uh on a classic comic the red badge of courage oh, <laughs> wow uh, classic classic, yeah. classic illustrator yeah, yep. 15 yeah I, cents. I had less the money <laughs> all right and then you know i got a kick out of it you know and then and every once in a while, he would bring me a comic a week. You know, ten, there were ten cents in those days, which everyone I remember him bringing me a Three Stooges book and all oh, these wow. other. 
and it was all different kind, but it wasn't superheroes. I didn't get my first superhero book till I was my friend Tom loved comics, and we didn't really realize that. We were well, at the time, how old was I? Seven or eight? So was he. And he all of a sudden he brings this bag of comics out one day at his house and his Batman. So wow, I never heard of this guy, you know? <laughs> and I loved it. Everybody he let me read them and I loved it, and that was it. And then all of a sudden he showed me Archie comics. But again, it got me into reading. I loved reading. You know, I loved reading. Then I got into besides comics, books, and you know, everything. But well, that's comics was my first big thing into reading. Yeah, well, you know? I, I remember like actually as a kid, um, and I think you actually have one of these um, on the wall over in Teaneck, one of the, the, the power records where yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you read, read along with the comic and you know, like, you know, like you, you play the little 45 record. Right. And yeah, you know, this was a great way for kids to learn to read. Fantastic Four and Spider-Man were in the, the with the record. Yeah, we still have yeah. that. You're right. So anyway, that was my Tyler Bay. So lots of people have also said that's a good way. But they they introduce their kids coming to the store. So our ages are young kids, but the, but the majority of our, our customers are from, I would say like teenagers, yeah, like hot, late teenage, late teens, like seventeen, eighteen. They actually have a job. You know, a part-time job to afford this uh, this habit, and <laughs> and, and and people like you know, hobby, not habit. <laughs> yeah, a hobby, right? Uh, you're right. But some people come in, and say, I can't stop. I can't stop. I want new stuff. You know, so. Oh yeah, it's but it's been good. It's good. But what what when did the concept of like, um, okay, what when new issues when you started getting new issues at the store. The, the concept of like, oh, you know what? I collect Batman. So when a new Batman comes in, can you put that in a bag for me? What when when did that concept come around? Uh, I'm kind of trying to think. When we we held even when we all first opened up on North Bergen, so we called them subscription customers, people that right. told us that when they came in, like sometimes we'd be sold out of a book, you know. And they say, "Oh, can you you know make sure I get this every month or whatever?" And yeah, that's when we started. And then we decided, like, you know, let's open it up to everybody. You know, let's just put it out of sight. You know, we will pull pull it all service. So that's probably like in the '80s we started doing that. You know, when we first opened up the North Bergen store. Now I I gotta say now like you said you're one of the early Jersey comic stores. When yeah, you, I would think so. But when did you start seeing other comic stores? I, I know you also, you know, we've discussed this before. You, you, you started a direct lineage of other comic stores. Well, at least. The one that I went to as a kid. Well, yeah, uh, you remember Frank, right? Yep, from, Frank from Comics in uh, the Bergen Mall in Paramus. Yeah, he drove by. He drove by. Actually, was still in my house at the time. He drove by the North Bergen house, and he saw the sign. And I, I don't know if he was delivering something, so he stopped in and he was he bought some back issues, and we became a little friendly, you know, friendly at the time. And and then eventually, I think he told me he was going to open up his store in Palisade Park. I think he opened up a store there. And eventually, after a few, a few about a year or so after he started buying books from us, and then uh, John uh, John Manty, I don't know how he found us, but John Manty came to the house and he bought books. And then later on, he opened up his store. That's a uh, paradox, right? Paradox, right? Yep, over in uh, North uh, Arlington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cra- crazy that, like, when I started collecting comics and realized there were a thing called comic stores, the first one I went to was Collector's Comics at the Bergen Mall. Yeah. He had, my, my, now my he was in the basement, right? Remember, he was in the basement at first. Yeah. And then he moved, then he moved upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was so great. Yeah, but my friends and I, we used to just, like, Drive our bicycles right over there, or just walk <laughs> over to uh, uh, the Bergen Mall and uh, and and hit Collectors Comics. Mm-hmm. And then l- later in life, I-, I used to work in Lyndhurst, and mm-hmm. I I heard that there was a comic store over in <laughs> uh, North Arlington. So it's like, oh, I went over there, and lo and behold, that was John's store, Paradox. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's your earliest memory of? Um- of discovering comics uh, and and having an interest in uh, you know and in, in collecting them and um, you know just absorbing them. Uh, well, not really. Sure. My my father's friend. Remember telling us that story of how the guy in Union City had the books, little bookstore. 
Uh, so he was a friend of my father's. So my father, like every, not every Saturday, but a, a couple times a month, he'd take me there. And Bill had comics all over the place. And not only comic books, but paperbacks, all different kinds of paperbacks, not related to comics, but just paperbacks and hardcovers and all that stuff. But he had a big section for comic books. There were three for a dime. Wow. Now, time, wow. And see, comic books, remember, is 25 cents for my comic books. Comic books at the time, with new books on the newsstands were 10 cents. Mm -hmm. But these were all used and, uh, you know, to all different conditions. But building, care, yeah, whatever the condition was, was three, three for a dime. And uh, that's my earliest. I remember going there finding, finding. Uh, this is after my friend introduced me to the Batman comics. I'll go there find Batman, Superman. There was no Marvel yet. Right. There yeah, were no, no Marvel comics yet back in like the early 60s. E like 60, 60, 61. Yeah. There was there were EC those EC comics. I've been horror yeah. comics. Oh, oh, yep. But, that's what I was into. Yep. Yep. And uh, crime comic books. Mm -hmm. like, yeah true, Big, uh, yeah, true crime, crime syndicate, uh, all these different crime comics, and and then, and uh, that's what that I remember, like reading, reading those things, and I was really taken by it. a lot of the stories, the art, and they were great. They were just great stories in those days, you know. And then, uh, then all of a sudden, uh, when I learned about Batman, I became like, this is the character. I like this guy. I want to try to get as many of I as I can. And that's when we, every day, every other day, running up to my father or my sister would take me to Bill's, see if anything new came in, you know. Mm -hmm. And then later on, I was able to go up there by myself when you were 12, 13, able to go up there by myself. And then I learned, then uh, another friend introduced me to Spider-Man. First time I ever saw a Spider-Man comic was the, probably like in 63 or something like that, 64. I, I had to go back in time to search for the uh, old ones in different places because, you know, I'm introduced to Spider-Man, like in the numbers, if I remember correctly, it was uh, uh, the one with Electro, uh, the Scorpion, number 20. That was like my first Spider-Man comic. Yeah. So... Was, Do you still fun. own any of the comics that you, what that you know that you purchased when you were a child or a teenager? Well, here's the situation. I uh, I was one of those guys that yeah, you know, I hear people say I'm going to get collect my comics and then uh, someday I'll send my son to college. Well, that's mm. exactly what I did. I had a full run of Marvel. I had a full run of Marvel comics. Oh wow! Everything. I had a full run. Had a full run of Batman. Uh, I had Detective Twenty Seven. Oh my god! Uh, wow. wow. Yeah, I had, uh, and what I have right now doesn't. What I had doesn't even compare to what my partner still has. So we've I had a complete Batman detective comics. I had probably I was missing about maybe thirty issues from twenty seven up to complete the run. And uh, incredible. And uh, we, I got a I got a back in about ten years ago we. We uh, put them up for auction, and that's what I used to pay my son's college bill. Incredible, awesome. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't have anything right now. I don't keep anything now. I don't have anything. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was and, and and after and after a while, and I got what I sold them in those days. In those days, condition didn't mean anything. So got a it. lot of the books that I had were, you know, just today would probably be like fours to six. But I but the but everything like probably after nineteen uh say seventy six was probably newsstand. So they were in like I had the you know, the first Wolverine all, all newsstand comics, you know, one eighty one. Yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. You know, a lot of those stuff was old, like especially the Batmans and Detectives, they were old. But my detective was a four point five. Apparent though. That's it was that's apparent. It was a great it was it was uh I'll never forget, we were in Boston at a Boston convention in uh, 1976, uh, maybe 70, maybe, seven, yeah, 77 maybe, because I was just working. And this guy uh, had half price on his table, and he had Detective 27 for a oh thousand dollars. So, what? what? Yeah, $1,000. So, <laughs> I didn't have the money at the army at the time, but my friend Don did. So, Don lent me a thousand dollars, and I bought it. Wow! Yeah, Good Lord. Yeah, and then I sent. Then I and I knew it was restored, but then maybe about uh, 
I'd say maybe about 15 years ago, I got it graded when grading first started. And uh, yeah, I knew we knew it was it was uh, it was uh, uh, restored, but it came back as an apparent 4.5, and that was pretty wow. it's pretty good for that book. I don't know, God knows where it is now. Yeah, but we sold it. Twenty-seven. Yeah. That's you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot of money. It's, it's hard yep. to get it, you know number one and to get in any decent condition. So I, I don't even know if I will. I, I, getting the ones the pre Batman books never interests me. I was just that was the first Batman. Yeah, so I think Newberry Comics is still there, right? On um in Boston, or I don't know if you know yes. Newberry Comics. Yeah, I've um, heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it, but they're kind of like the um, what one of the more well known uh comic book uh, shops in uh uh-huh. in Boston. Yeah, yeah, I really didn't go around. It was it was actually the comic convention that we went to. It mm. was uh, we just didn't really tour the city too much at that time. Yeah, yeah. of course, there's yeah. a lot to see in Boston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I gotta ask you like. When, when uh, more of the comic shops opened, like, what what was it like? Did you, did you guys have like sort of like a, um, uh, what, what was gonna say like a, like 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 a group like? Did you guys you know, talk to each other? It's like, hey, do you have this back issue, and I'll I'll, I'll trade you or you know anything like uh, that? No, it didn't seem to work that way. Uh, when we, I don't know, the one when, when we opened up Teaneck. Um, there was this little comic shop in town, but um, he didn't last too long. He didn't last too long after we opened up. But then later on, another store opened, uh, like a half a block away from us. Oh wow! It was called uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it went through three different owners. But for whatever reason, we really never really. Got like became friendly. Uh, they would send, they would send people into my store and prices get priced, you know, and then compete prices with us, you know. The, the next thing you know, their prices were cheaper than ours. And it used to bother the guy that worked for me, but I told him, look, it's the way it goes. We, you know, when they sell out, we'll sell, we'll sell out and make a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't gouging, no, you know, but no. but it was just like you know, he was taking a lower hit. On the profit margin, than he should have had, but and but now I think it's now it's different. Uh, we do we do like communicate with other stores and trade back and forth if somebody needs something, you know. Okay, so that's more yeah. modern that yeah know, the, the whole the whole trading with the the other stores. Yeah, and we and there's a there's a, there's also a network that we belong to um, online that Alex basically handles where store owners put up things they're looking for. Or put up what they have, if they have an overstock, oh, okay. and then we'll help each other, like you know, sell at sell at cost to each other to try and you know, promote and help to be each other's business. But uh, yeah, because I was going to say you you guys basically see a lot of each other too, like at say shows. The, the comic shows that like yeah. Clifton and uh, Wayne and that. Yeah, I, thank God I don't do these shows. I, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Alex does it. And uh, he seems to be, seems to enjoy it too, but uh, it's just too much for me now. You know? I mean, uh, in the old, the old days, we did all of them. We did, we did uh, New York, all the New York shows. We did um, maybe well, Florida. We, oh, we went to San Diego with the early San Diego shows. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah, my partner Steve and I, uh, we went to the shows, and I'm gonna say like 19. Before my kids were born, so probably like the early, late seventies, early eighties. In fact, one of the shows I had the, at, at my table, I uh, now again you're going, you're flying cross country, so you can't take a we didn't take a lot of books, so right. uh, we took a suitcase filled with our best books. So we had them on a the table, we were buying and selling. We had a big sign in the background buying comics. So this guy sells me an Amazing Fantasy fifteen. Okay, oh wow! Great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have it on the table. Half hour later, the editor of Marvel Comics, who I didn't know at the time, Ralph Macchio, comes by. Not, not that one. Yeah, not, not that Not the actor, the editor. <laughs> and he's looking, he's looking, and he's like, oh, yeah, I need that. I actually sold him his, I don't know if he still has it, but we sold him his Amazing Fantasy 15. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. And then another time, I remember another time, I'm looking at, 
in San Diego, I'm looking at this guy's box and he has detective comics. And I'm, you know, I, I had the, the pretty big run in those days. Stand next to me is another guy looking through the detective comics. Turns out it's Billy Mummy. Oh God! Uh, yeah, from you know, from Lost in Space and yes, right. Twilight Zone. So we were comparing notes on uh, detective comics, what we had, what we didn't have, and it was pretty cool. Huh. And uh, at the time, I had a better collection than he did, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was just pretty cool to meet him and talk to him about it. You know, he, he uh, that he was a comic book fan too, and I guess it makes sense. I mean, Twilight Zone, Lost in Space, you know. Oh right. yeah, yeah, the whole sci-fi yeah. blended in with the whole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was, that was pretty cool. I, I remember, like, early on, like, um, you would have, like, the, the, the movie, uh, uh, not reenactments, but, but you know, like, a, the, the movie uh, version of the comic, uh, you know, like, the, you know, or the comic version of the movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you know, you, you would have things like, of, of course, like, in 77, uh, 78, you, you got Star Wars, but you had things like Logan's Run, you had there was an actual. I remember Kirby did a two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, these sci-fi things that were like. Yeah, but but in those days you didn't have that. You had lost. You had the gold key books with like yeah. they had a Lost in Space. Yeah. They had Twilight Zone. They had all the TV shows. But uh, yeah, so that's what you had for the for the sci-fi. But he was uh, he I don't know if you remember his appearances on Twilight Zone. He was Anthony. Yep, uh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, wish you into the cornfield. Yep. yep. Oh yeah, I'm Twilight Zone fans. <laughs> so from one company to another. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Did you see an an increase in foot traffic or online sales? Um, after all the Marvel movies, I mean, with the the popularity of the yes, Marvel movies, absolutely. That was, mm -hmm. that was a. You know, unlike the Batman movies, like in the in the '89 with Nicholson and yep. whatever that, those like, increased. Yeah. Right, that, those increased foot traffic, but it wasn't it didn't sustain. It wasn't sustainable. It just, it just you know was good for a couple of months, you know, and then, then it died down again. But with these, with the Marvel movies, I guess being on Netflix and yes. pumping out a movie every couple, every yeah, couple, it's, of weeks, it's since the pandemic, it's been crazy. Yeah, right during the beginning of the pan, right like in, at the end of the pandemic. Uh, 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 I guess people saw more things on TV and nothing else to do. Right. Watching yeah, well, TV. Right. Mm -hmm. And after that pandemic, people just came out and they wanted to, where's your Daredevils? You know, where's your, you have your electric comics. You know? How about like uh, Iron Fist? I mean, we never sold Iron mm -hmm. Fist comics, you know, so Iron Fist comics and, and what else? Defenders, you know? Yep. You look at my boxes now, you're not going to find many back issues on those, those, those books. Right. You know? And of course, the Defenders, uh, you know, the old uh, Defenders comics were much different than the Netflix. Yeah, comics. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's been you know, the hobby's improved. I'm glad to see that. I hope you know. I mean, there are new stores starting to pop up around every now and then. You know, you're getting new stores popping up, but uh, you know, it's good. It's good for the hobby, I guess. Bring more people in. It must have been yeah. an interesting transition too. I mean. You know, in the early days, like you said, you know, where people would look you up in the phone book or you'd advertise maybe in a newspaper, you know, like a local newspaper for your store. And now, you know, with the with the Internet, um, it, it, it just changed the whole game plan. Right. In a sense. I mean, yeah, you know, well, with social media and all that. Now you've had yeah. to adapt as you've grown older and and, and with technology. Thank God for my son. Thank, yeah, God for, right? thank God for my son, Alex. He's you know, he's 30 years old, but he started working with me maybe about eight or nine years ago, right out almost uh, almost out of uh, high school. He's, well, so that'd be more than that, right? But he, I guess he went a couple of years before work for the, right after high school. So around the 20 when he came, he started working in the stores. And he, it's funny, I have two boys, Matthew, and Matthew's the comic guy. Matthew oh. loves comics, but Alex didn't even care for comics. Sports sports was his thing. Mm -hmm. But then I guess right out of high right out of high school he, he really didn't he really didn't want to go to college and he didn't know what to do. I said, well come on. Give this a shot. See if you like it. And he loves it. Selling and he, he's also a reader now too. He'll yeah. read all the comics that come out and he loves them. And, but he's been but he's been you're right though with the, with the technology he was invaluable in the store as far as technology goes. I'm sure with the Facebook and Instagram and 
before that it was tw- what was it uh tweetings um, yeah twitter right twitter and uh mm-hmm. we would he would be all over that that stuff you know and uh yeah and you know, on my day it was a big thing was putting a, a coupon in valpac <laughs> oh yeah the coupon the valpac uh, yeah, yeah. mailers right yeah yeah and uh and we would do and we would do uh and all different kinds of like advertising like placemats and burger king put our ad our ad there but you know uh, yeah but but now it's like you don't even think about that anymore sure although we are thinking about foul pack again because we want to buy comics so we're trying to get a word out there that people well, have to come can, in that's people have to come in and saying you know we know you sell comics do you buy them yeah yeah so mm-hmm. we're thinking about doing that for shortly put another Excellent. and see if people if that generates I, if that I, I, generates I know, anything i know ans also like you know for, for your you know like repeat customers and that you also have a, a rewards program i know i'm part of it but like but what what is that like uh like yeah um well one of the one of the one of when we when we put our first well we have a credit when we put our credit cards in like nuke system maybe about Five years ago, the guy the guy who who put it in for us was a, was a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he said, "Yeah, you should do something with the rewards. All these stores have big stores have rewards. Why don't you do something?" So we came up with it, and uh, what it is is you get like a credit what looks like a credit card, and then for every dollar you spend before tax, you get a point, and uh, and then every time you buy something, we swipe the card, the points get added, and when you get to hundred points, you get ten dollars. So you can use it any way you want. We just hope that it bring, would bring people continuously back to our right. store. I mean, there's a lot of competition, right? So we hope that people would, you know, say, "Well, if I can go there, you know, I'll I can buy the book, but I don't get anything. But if I come there in those comics, you know, eventually you could save up your points and buy something really nice, hmm. right? So uh, and we also do a VIP program. You know, I think you're in that too, Nick. Where uh, we you get a, a it's sort of for a mobile system. You come in, you text the uh, uh, AS Comics to the number, and now you're in. Now you're in our mobile club, and we that's only that's special offers for people only in that club. So right. we're looking for different ways to entice people just to keep coming to us. But you know, yeah. So we're we're trying to keep things fresh and. And you know, like we had another system before that called the belly system. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. The yeah, belly card. Yeah. yeah. That was like, you know, it wasn't just you. It was like other yeah. things, but yeah, it just didn't, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the new one. That was before we did our rewards and it was, it worked. But the other thing is people, people were, we gave, we told the people what they could get. You know, you build up a certain number of points, you get a free comic box. You build up those certain points, you could get a free, uh, uh, Package of of comic storage bags or something, you know. Right. But then the ten, then we got the ten dollars thing where people could actually save it and it seems to be and use it for other things that they want besides, you know, not what right. we tell like, them to. You pick. want a good wall comic or something like that? It's like, yeah. Oh, after a bunch of you know like uh, points, hey, now I can get that, you know. Right. Yeah. Like o- older wall uh, book. Uh, like yeah. But now we got people to do that. They actually save that their money and their points. I call them points, but it's actually dollars. And they buy books like we have our big Black Friday sale. They use that. Uh, one guy bought us, got a uh, Wonder Woman statue from us a couple of years ago, and wound up paying twenty dollars for it. It was like over, it was over a two hundred dollars statue. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we encourage people to come and build up your points. It's great. I mean, it's hot. It's yeah you know, for us like, to give it away two hundred dollars. People, but my friends say, "Is it have a lot of money to give away?" Yeah, but when you think that for him to get that. He had to spend a hundred dollars to get ten. So think of how much money he spent in my store as opposed to going other places. Right. You know. Very true. Will you have a, a presence this year at the New York Comic Con? No, we never really. We never do. We never. We it's the horror shows that I that I hear from people oh. other dealers going over there. Um, yeah, the modern New York Comic Con is is not necessarily for comic dealers. Yeah, I, I can't. I yeah, that's just too big for us. I got I mean, you. Better to be at the smaller shows. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we did East Coast. That was yeah. that was good, but uh, and that was yeah, just a little taste, well a little taste of what uh, New York Comic Con was. And I, I know I couldn't deal with that. Uh, and by any old days, when we used to do conventions. We would just drive up to the front of the hotel, unload, 
we'd have uh, we'd have our own uh, like you know hand trucks bring it up to the ballroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now then, all of a sudden, one I mean, I forget one day we we get to the Roosevelt Hotel, unload, we start putting those stuff into onto the re- they, they come out says, uh, we'll take that now. So what do you mean? Yeah, you can't bring it up you know, on your own. You got to pay the stewards to take it up. Uh, really? Yeah, you can't. You can't because you're taking that's their job and you're taking away their job. So then you had to pay like for every every cart at the time it was every cart that they, you had to pay for that to bring it up to bring up to the ballroom and then and then another time when, when we wanted to plug a a, lamp, a light into the wall you had to wait for the electrician to come. And that was forty five dollars. <laughs> that was forty five dollars to plug the wall into the light. <laughs> light. You know, so and then and then like after that, you know, like you know, parking your car wasn't bad. Now, from what oh. I've heard, it's hundreds of dollars to park your, your truck or something like that. Yeah. This one comic, this one guy at one of the shows was telling me two years ago at the New York Con, you had you had to go into the into the Javits Center and you went up a ramp and you had to wait your turn to uh, unload your stuff and put it onto their onto their their, their rack so they can carry the rack the stewards to carry the rack mm-hmm. and uh it's so it's so much for people carrying all this all unloading all these different things and he said he got shut out he's on the ramp but they told him all right we're closed for the day you have to come back tomorrow <laughs> what uh, and yeah, I said, what, now what do you do you got a truck loaded with stuff and then now you got to go back and then yeah you, you have- either go back home or find a parking lot that you could overnight you know mm-hmm. yeah and do you want to keep you know, your comics in a in a parking right. lot work overnight. That's right. uh <laughs> so I just I just can't do that. And then the boots are so expensive. You know, the boots are like thousands of dollars. Wow. And I guess the guys are I mean this guy he told me it, no matter how much cost it was, it made money for him. It was worth it for him, you know, to do it. But I don't have that you see what we have, Nick. I don't have those, you know, all those uh, key comics and key books, you know, that would make the money I would make selling the ones I have would probably make me break even at the show. You know? Right, right. Not worth it. No. I, but I we would walk around, like I would walk around and we would try and buy something here and there. And uh, even Baltimore, I went to Baltimore a couple years in a row and walk around there and just try and pick up stuff in the store. That was fun. But no, I can't do it. I can't do the big shows. Yeah. When these comic book dealers are flying with their comics, I mean, they're not checking that stuff in, are they? Because, I mean, if you had, like, you know, Action Comics Superman, I'd be really nervous. I know. Uh, How are they transporting them? Are they like, I'd have it in my carry-on personally because imagine, like, you know, the the airline loses your luggage and you're like, oh, yeah, right. You'd hope you're insured, right? I I was going to say, for for keys like that, I I would think you would have, like, a suitcase handcuffed to your uh, (laughs) wrist like that. For we're some for some of those real keys, you know. Mm-hmm. But there are people. There's a guy. There's a guy uh, up here that does uh, that does uh, the shows, and he goes all over. You know Anthony, right? Nick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony's comic art. Yeah, he drives all over the country. He has his yeah. own van. He hires people to drive the van. Like he goes all over. That's how well, I well, do well, it. It's amazing how that's become the big thing too. The the original art from the comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was. Years ago, you could get that thing you know, pretty cheap, actually. Some, you're talking about original pages from the comic, the, the the original, like, large versions of it that the artist did that turned into the comic. You, right. know, you can get much cheaper. Now, like, I remember uh, seeing Anthony, like, a few years ago at, um, I think it was at East Coast, and I saw a page from X-Men 4 on, uh, like, like on his uh, stand there. And and I like looked closer. It's like, well, what's the price on that? I'm like, okay, yeah, I could get that page, or I could put a real nice down payment on a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like a couple hundred thousand. Oh wow! That one page from X Men. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's. I'm sure if people, dealers are doing those shows, that they you got to factor in some kind of insurance. To protect your your books and merchandise, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Got to think of the insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but what, what do you see for the future of comics and 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 for the future of ANS? Like Tony, like do do you see possibly like what Pete asked before? Do you see possibly in some time opening another location? Do you uh, see going more into like the online stuff, 
like what 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 do you see for the future of ANS? I I really don't know. I'm with with with, with debating about what because I mean, I'm 68. Uh, Steve's Steve is uh, 66, 64. Uh, do we really want to get involved with opening a new store and well, starting a? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Alex might. You know, so that's going to be like Alex's call, I think. If he okay. wants to expand, expand and and uh, you know, he might have to to stay alive because I mean, uh, people are opening stores all all over. I mean, you get someone that, as as you know, someone just moved into Teaneck also, and uh, that could knock you out of the box. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a scary thing. To, mm-hmm. You could lose your business or. So I, what I, my my thing right now is just focus on what we what we we're doing. Try and do it better and every day. Try and do something better or try something different, and uh, and focus on what we have and maybe build up the online. But as far as opening a new store, maybe that's a maybe. Okay. And the way the comic industry is going now, who knows? I mean, with Diamond Diamond uh, losing Marvel and DC. Yeah, for the, for the and yeah distribution and. Uh, who knows? I mean, who knows? There's a lot of stories about DC folding and selling you know, selling their characters out to other companies. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make for what's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. But what would, what I can only focus on my store. So we'll try and uh, make the stores as, you know, as, uh, as desirable to, to people as, as we can, you know, so they think about coming to us first, you know. We try and keep our prices as low as possible. We try to offer everything that we can think of that customers will want. And uh, I think we yeah, I think we give decent service. Uh, from what people tell me, I don't even bother looking at them. But people tell us that our reviews are good. You know, so so and it's and it's strange how some stores like our stores, T-neck, T-neck, uh it's kinda like mostly a lot of both mostly comics. I mean, we do all the other stuff, uh, toys and cards, and but it's mostly comics. But in North Bergen, comics are a small part of the business. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, in North Bergen, it's the it's the uh, manga manga stuff. Yeah. Toys, toys, very much toys, manga toys, the the imports and uh, and uh, shirts, a lot of shirts. Uh, North Bergen, it just seems like. It just seems like comics are secondary there. Hmm, that's is, interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because it wasn't like that years ago. Comics were the, were the main thing. Right. You know, you, yeah. Yeah, but I was going to say, yeah, definitely <laughs> the merchandise around comics has definitely grown uh, since the older days. Like, there's definitely a lot more of that. Like, yeah, like you can get Doctor Strange mugs. Thank, thank you again for uh, pointing that one out for me. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know what, Nick? It, it's not even at the Marvel and DC comics in North Bergen. They don't sell that well. It's the manga stuff, the manga comics, wow. the manga books, po- the Naruto and One Piece, and those books. I can't, I can't get enough of them, and, and it's hard finding distributors for them too. And so yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, Marvel and DC, okay, they they do sell, but. So I we double them in Teaneck what we do in North Bergen, but they kill us. What they did North Bergen, they they tremendous amount of manga and stuff. You know? Yeah, and I, and I know those series on Netflix are they're huge. Um, how, how do you pronounce it? It's an, 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 Naruto, I think it's called Naruto. Naruto. Yeah, yeah, and yes, yeah, yeah, Naruto. And what? I, what's the other one? Oh, There's Avatar, but did they make comics of that? Oh, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, they did. Yeah, all yeah, all, all those. Uh, yeah, and then there's also Dragon Slayer. That's another big, big uh, uh, manga manga title. Mm. And yeah, it's 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 a whole new uh, market. Right. And they, for whatever reason, they they people even the toys that go with them are amazing. We yeah, you know, people love the toys that come that come for that. Uh, Street Fighter and all those things too. Yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah. So. So it's different. I mean, you're only twenty miles away, and and it's the the uh, the difference in, in merchandise, what you have to have, you know, to, to survive. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. But, but I'm I'm glad Teaneck is the, uh, if you want to say the the, 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 the tried and true comic uh, store uh. The flagship. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where we do all our orders from. You know, we do all our mail orders. Our mail order business is pretty good. 
pretty good with them from there too. Our back issues, and then even the new books, we do we take uh, orders on new books. So, Sweet. yeah. Well, uh, Pete, I, I, I think. Oh, actually, you know, be, before we uh, uh, wind up, uh, Tony, if people want to get in touch with ANS Comics, what's the best way to uh, to get in touch with you guys? Uh, probably our, our AS Comics at AOL.com. That's our email. And then there's ASComics.com, our website. And uh, that's probably, probably – we're on, we're on uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the other one, Alex? Does Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. To go, yeah. like, especially, like, you know, if you have a lot of photo stuff. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, like uh, Alex, you, you guys had come into uh, – that Spidey collection not long ago, and also the uh, Star Wars collection. Right. And, and he posted yeah. things on uh, on uh, Facebook and I believe uh, Instagram. Yeah, well, you're, and one thing that bothers me in my, my T-Nex store is that we've we've outgrown the store already. The store is like it's just overloaded. Like yes, yesterday it was yes yesterday when Wednesday, guy came in with six suitcases of comics. Oh, so smokes six suitcases, you know, and we, you know, we made a deal. We bought the books, but for like a day, a day, day or two, they were laying in front of the store. And in, in the oh. beginning, to be, what are you, what are we gonna do? I can't I have nowhere to put them, you know, until we can go through them. And but you know what? Some people came out. Can I look? Go ahead, knock yourself out. We let the people look. Oh, can I take this one? It's not priced yet, but you know, we'll take it and price it for you. And it's like a you got like three people sitting around in chairs around look on through suitcases of comics. It was pretty funny. Wow. You know, it was pretty, and other people say, what store would ever let us, would ever let you do that? I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea or not either, but uh, they had fun. They had fun. We actually sold some comics. So Great. whatever works, right? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever makes people feel comfortable. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. and, and, and that's the thing I think about ASNS and S comics. It's like, it's your neighborhood store. It is. It, it's. It's family. <laughs> we always have a. We always have a, a. A bowl of candy for the kids to come in. Yep. Bowl every every. You know, we, we hardly ever run out. I always every Monday go to Costco buy a bag of candy. You might have to <laughs> double up for Halloween though. <laughs> oh, double up. Yeah. I can't even tell you what how Halloween is a zoo by us. I bet. We last was even even though it was the pan, pandemic. We still give away a couple of thousand pieces of candy, and we give away comics. Wow. They make comics for that day. Good. You know? Yeah, because so, Free Comic Book Day has a Halloween uh, edition, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, they had that, but they were also making comics. I got so many comics left over from Free Comic Book Day. I don't know if I'm going to order a Halloween comics. I just gotcha. may give away, like, the rest of the – but anyway, it seems like most of the most of the kids want candy anyway. They come <laughs> sure, who doesn't want candy? Even adults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a bowl of candy around all the time for people. For people, so it's like, you know, I know, I know, a lot of stores. People don't do that. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? It's it's the good stuff, Pete. It's 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 not oh. your, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's not like uh, yeah, like, no, it's like, it's like, like, like Pez or something. No, not kidding. Like I love Pez. Grand bars and yes, and, and yeah, it's yeah, you're right. It's Kit Kats. It's oh. Reese's, it's Reese's peanut butter cups. And yeah, you're speaking my language now. Not the little ones, the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it, it's just uh, it's just our way of saying thank you to people, you know. That's great for coming in. No, th- thank you, Tony. Good incentive, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, a lot um, of people say, "Yeah, aren't you?" Keep them around longer. Yeah, I mean, it, it, of course, so it's a few dollars every two weeks. So you know, it's worth it. If people keep coming in and people are happy to bring their kids in and they see that we're giving them something besides mm-hmm. taking their money, we're giving them something. Yeah, I just think it makes everybody feel good. Definitely. Yeah, agree there. Now, Pete, you, you have a little game for us to play? Yeah, this is a short game. It's um, only uh, six, uh, if you want to call them questions per se. Uh, you are going to determine whether or not the following comic book stores uh, actually exist in the United States. And in fact, a few of these may actually be in New Jersey. Really? So, yeah, and maybe you already know some of these comic book stores in New Jersey. <laughs> um, so these are amusing kind of names. There's six of them. So let's start right off the bat here. So we got Fat Moose Comics. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is going to be a short game. <laughs> he's going to uh, ace every single one of these. I don't know about that. What do you but, think, Nick? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I think I have actually heard heard of uh, Fat News. Yeah. And yeah, the both of you would be correct. That's in Whippany, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. There's number two. A Little Shop of Comics. Yes, I've heard of that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's down like a Somerset area or something like that. You, you got the first uh, initial, right? Uh, where is it, uh, Pete? It's in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I heard it, but actually, Alex went down and visited. We, we, I actually met him in Hoboken when uh, there was a guy in Hoboken that had a store that, that closed out, and they were having an auction. And uh, okay. he was he was there, and became friendly with him, and Alex went down there, saw his store. Alex said it's a beautiful store. Yeah. Oh, Great nice. name, too. Yeah. That's oh, catchy. Um, <laughs> this one, I guarantee you, you both uh, may or may not know, but I, I'm – Guessing me, <laughs> the Joker's child. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Legendary, right? Even I know that. One. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's, that's still that's there right. too, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. still there in Fairlawn, and yep. yeah, that's where I unfortunately had to sell a bunch of my uh, old comics years ago. Yeah, thanks, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for not thinking any of those comics. <laughs> I love bringing up painful subjects like that <laughs> yeah. to Nick, you know? <laughs> yeah. All of Nick's X Men comics, unfortunately, right? Yeah. Was that part of it, Nick? Well, yeah, well, like X Men One and Giant Size, yes. yeah, like a couple of the. Yeah, like, we couldn't we couldn't have used those at the time, Nick. Yeah, that's <laughs> I okay. don't feel so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure he he needed them more than we did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Here's Thanks, Nick. One <laughs> the Fortress of Solitude. Oh yeah, he's in the he's in Newark, I think. Very good. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just. I was going to say, we're, we're not going to get any by, by Tony. No, and I knew no, no. that, but I had to keep it Jersey-centric. You know what I mean? So that's why. Okay. How he about- used to be on Broad Street. Now he moved. I think he moved it to one of the side streets oh, uh, wow. because of rent. Yeah, I used to – when I walked on to the Devil Games, I, mm-hmm. I I drove by his store a couple of times. I always meant to go in there, and then, but I never did. Huh. I wonder if he has any Superman comics in there. I'm sure he does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. How about heroes aren't hard to find? Yeah, I've heard of them too. Gosh, dang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, are good, I man. Forgot <laughs> where they, I forgot where they are, though. But heroes, they're out of now, state. Aren't they? Are they in state? I think they're no, out of state. No, they're out of huh? state. So yeah. your, your instincts were right. They're in yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I was, at a, I was at a seminar with him. That's right. I was at a seminar with him in Baltimore about maybe three years ago. Wow. And he was, yeah. And I he was one of the guys. One. Yeah, I'm sorry. And he was one of the guys who was telling me he was trying to talk me into doing uh, those. You know, they had those uh, those covers, like custom covers for the. Oh, your, oh right, yeah. For, you know, uh, like but, for, for just your shop. Yeah, like they'll have like your store on the cover, like being smashed by Godzilla or something like that, and you'll have A and S Comics and or a different cover, like that. Like he was, he did a, he did a Dark Knight cover, uh, Dark Knight Returns or something like that by Miller. And they did oh. a special cover just for his store, and uh, I actually bought some from him. And uh, it's it's a variant. You can't you can't order from Diamond or DC. You have to order, but you have to buy. He had to buy uh, twelve hundred copies, I think, something like that. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, yeah, so, so it's got to be a comic that you know is gonna like actually yeah. sell. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, we got one last one here. All right. Things from another world. Mm, I never heard of that one. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of that one either, Pete. Well, that's either out of state or that's a Pete made up one. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, it is a real place, and uh, oh, they have two. Okay. They've got two locations. Uh, well, I mean, multiple locations in Oregon and uh, California. Okay, yeah, oh, I never heard of them. <laughs> <sighs> that was my first So, <laughs> still though, Tony aced this game. Excellent. <laughs> Well, t- Tony, I wonder, if anybody, I wonder if anybody out of Teaneck and North Bergen has heard of A&S Comics. <laughs> right? You can use A&S Comics next time because maybe the, maybe that'll get a trick somebody else. I believe, I well, yeah, j- just so you know, Tony, like the, you know, the, this uh, podcast, you know, you're, you're going to be you're, you're on the Internet now. You're, you're, gonna, you're on Facebook and you're going to actually be on all different um, podcast things like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, that yes, so a lot. so I ANS will get a little uh, publicity. All right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully draw some uh, traffic there. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, that be nice. you know. And this is also produced through uh, a shared universe in uh, in town New Jersey. And a shared universe is actually owned by Ming Chen and Mike Zapsik, one of uh, two of um, Kevin Smith's guys from oh, really? Bob's yep. <laughs> down in Red Bank. 
So okay. you, know, you, you get some exposure. Okay. That'd be nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would so, be nice. We get some. This will make up for not selling you the uh, X Men. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing will make up for that, Nick. <laughs> that was that when, I, when you told me that story. I was like, oh, man, what uh, do we do? Even what do I we do, Doctor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, right. Tony, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Tony. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a good time too. Thank you. And and you know, again, for you know, like all your comic needs, if you are in the New Jersey area, North Jersey. Go to ANS Comics on Cedar Lane in Teaneck or on Bergen Line Avenue in um, uh, what is that called? North Bergen. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm so oh, not right. to North Bergen. <laughs> okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, but, Tony, take but, care. What exit Jersey stories? I've been Nick Franco. I'm Pete Riario. And our guest today has been Tony DeMarco. Thank you. There you Thank go. You. Okay. Have a good right. one, Tony. ANS Comics. Take, okay. Thank see you. you. Soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.